to another episode of You Are Love. I am your host, Salita, and I want you guys to take time out to check us out on our Facebook page, which is You Can't Clip My Wings, and also our website at youcan'tclipmywings.com. Thank you again for listening to You Are Loved. And do remember, you are truly loved. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. It is already hump day. Yes, 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 yes. It is hump day. Uh, welcome to another episode of You Are Love with your host, Salita. Um, you guys, uh, don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Uh, you can't clip my wings. And also, check out, don't forget to check out our website. Today, you guys, um, it, <clears throat> hump day is hump day. We're in the middle of the week already. We, um, it's the 7th of October. So much is going on. Um, and I'm just trying to stay in. Okay, when I say stay in, I'm trying to stay in the fight. I hope you guys are doing the same thing because I know a lot of people are hurting right now as you know i don't know i'm saying as you know like you guys know um in our area right now um there is a storm coming through i think it's called tropical storm or hurricane delta um so we're not the ideal that we're literally going to be hit real real bad by it because from what they're saying we're not but it is still there and this creates more stress this creates more do I have everything I need situation? This uh, creates uh, more financial woes. How do we get through these situations when it's the first of the month, you're paying all your bills. Some people get paid once a month. Some people get paid every two months, excuse me, every two weeks. Um, also, you're trying to make sure your business is still floating. You're trying to make sure sales are coming in because you got to remember now, when the customer doesn't have any money, you don't have any money. Let me say that again. When the customer or client is not spending money, you don't make money. Okay? So financial situations start to con um, start to take place that are not um, conducive to your situation when you're trying to stay afloat. Okay? Um and I, I'm not going to get deep on my soapbox, but I do want to say this. And I look at it, every individual is responsible for all the decisions that they make financially in their lives, period. But we also have to keep in mind that we're in a world where we've allowed capitalism to overtake us. And because we don't have a, a combination of capitalism and socialism... This is the end result of having a primary mindset of make money, make money, make money. It sounds crazy from a business owner, but I want to also look at it from a social um, activist uh, mindset and from a social injustice. People who listen to and talk about financial situations and the way our economy is and the way we work and how we're not worthy, um, how we're not being paid what we're worth. And how this all affects how we actually shop, how we actually spend our money, how people actually spend money with us. 
all of it affects. It is a trickle-down effect. Everybody is connected. Every situation is connected. You cannot um, connect money away from a product or a service because they go together. You cannot um, uh, disconnect a person's needs from the ideal that there's a need that I need. One thing, I, I there's a need. I have to have the financial backing for that need in order for me to make sure that the product or service that I, that I have, that I want to buy or purchase is available. So all of this is one big old train connected or chain that is connected, linking together to make one possible transaction. Now, because of that, we have to look at how is our economics set up? Are we economically healthy? Not only are we healthy mentally, physically, in our bank account healthy, but are we mentally healthy? Are we really healthy to go through another um, downsize, another uh, financial uh, unrest? Okay, are we? Are we tired of the same thing? Can we really change things? You know, we, we say we can do a lot of things, but there are things that we can't change. We only can change the things we can. And our situations can be changed, but we have to be patient too. And I'm still learning patience. Even at my age of 56 years old, I'm still learning how to be patient. I'm still trying to maneuver my way around to make sure that I'm getting all the information and I'm learning and I'm utilizing the information I get. Because you know what? I can be a person who has so much information and don't know where, what they call information overload. And I don't want to be that way with you guys. But I find on a personal basis, I've become that person. I've become that information person that has all this information and don't know what to do with it. I'm telling you right now, in my mind, even though... I should have clarity in my mind. I am so confused because I have so much stuff going on in my mind. I'm not saying physically going on, but in my mind. And trying to grasp something that I can hold on to right now is crazy, okay? And I'm saying that because there's a lot of information I want to share and there's a lot of information that I need to work on and study before I share it. So that's what I'm talking about. So since we're talking finances today... I want to talk a little bit about finances and depression. We got the holidays coming up. Okay. We've got the holidays coming up. We um, know that these different storms in our area has affected our finances. We know that there's a possibility that we're not going to get the help that we need. When I say help is especially people who have had their homes destroyed. People who have to live with other people until they get FEMA's not helping everybody like they used to. So all these things take place and you have to figure out what is it that you got to do to make it better um, or to just survive. Because right now we're in a survival mode, okay? We're just trying to survive. So we need to get beyond the survival mode and survive, okay, and actually make things happen. And some people are doing great right now. This is not for everybody. Some people are doing great financially, okay? Others are not. 
Others are struggling. Others are trying to find other ways of doing it. Others have to work on their mindsets being changed. Okay? Like we were talking about. When you're talking about growth, you need to change your mindset. Okay? So, today, you know I love sharing stuff with you guys. I love it. Okay? And if you feel like I bore you with all my explanations and my readings, I apologize for that. Because a lot of people want to hear this, okay? And I love sharing it, okay? Now, so let's talk a little bit about money depression. I think this is very important um, that we talk about this. Uh, there was an article, U.S. News um, Money Report, um, and it's talking about personal finances, and it's talking about just period finances in general. And this article is by Jeff Williams. And um, it's about a, mm, this is like a six-year-old article, but it still rings true. This is an article called Seven Steps to Defeat Money Depression. Feeling blue because you're broke? When you're overwhelmed by money problems, it can be frightening and even ulcer-inducing. But it may make you feel better to know that you aren't alone. Wade through enough surveys about depression and stress, and you'll start to see main, the main corporate is money or lack of it. it. Is one of the top reasons many people feel they're at the bottom. If you're depressed about money, especially at a time when the economy is rebounding, and your friends and family appear to be faring better than you financially, here are some helpful tips to brighten your outlook. Do what happy, healthy people do. It's the fake it until you make it approach. Stay away from alcohol. If you're sleeping far more than the seven or eight hours a day, doctors recommend get out of bed. If you're eating every time you feel low, put away the knife and fork. There is all easier, this is all easier said than done when you're depressed. But once you start eating better, exercising and taking better care of yourself, you begin to feel a level of control and that can bring forth solutions that may have not been apparent with depression. Um, licensed professional a counselor uh, says that it is doing the opposite of what the depression is asking you to do. Just do the total opposite. Get up, move around, talk to people, um, talk to your spouse, your friend, your kids, your cat, your dog. Say something funny, watch something funny. This will help get you out that mood. Don't ignore your money problems now. You'll actually feel worse if you tune out your, your problems. Look at the bill, open the bill, start calming the mind by avoiding the bills and the control money it's perceivably having. Okay, facing a lot of bills you can't pay won't feel great, but it decreases the ambiguity, okay? The ambiguity, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Another thing you can do, okay, if you got a bill you know that's coming up, Open it. Look at it. Don't get upset about it. I know for sure I was looking at my 
um, I had a click, my um, utility bill came in. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to be high, it's going to be high. And, you know, it's been hot this summer. And da 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 da. And when I opened it, I was shocked. I was very much so shocked. Because it wasn't what I thought it was. At all. And I felt kind of good. Okay, I said, now that feels good. But if I would have set that bill down and not look at it and waited till around time for me to pay it, and then I would have been shocked. But oh, I picked it up and looked at it and took care of it. Okay, um, it says, um, go out and help someone else. Uh, the act of volunteering or helping someone out actually has a chemical effect in the brain and will often raise your spirits. Studies back up the statement. Um, when researchers at the London School of Economics studied the correlation between volunteering and happiness, they found the odds found out that the odds of people being very happy climbed seven percent among people who volunteered each month compared with people who didn't. People who volunteered weekly, the study showed, were sixteen percent more likely to be very happy. So. One of the things you can do is volunteer. Do something for someone else. Kind of get your mind off of your troubles and look at how other people are needing help. I think that's a very good mindset. Giving back when you can't do anything else. Give back. I say it all the time. Give back. And what a wonderful way to find out that it makes you more happier when you give back, even when you're feeling bad. Okay. It says another benefit of volunteering is opportunity to get out and interact with other people instead of moping around the house. When I'm really feeling insecure and successful, I go sit at the info desk at my local farmer's market to take talk about local foods, produce, weather recipes. <coughs> as a multimedia freelance consultant who admits to being broke and depressed about it at times. Talking to other people about food and recipes can really pick me up because I'm not dwelling on what's wrong with me that day. So I'm not sitting down with a pity party and um, I'm actually helping other people uh, sharing information. Like I told you, one of the things I love doing is sharing information. Can't beat sharing information. I'm telling you, you can't beat it. Uh, because you know somewhere somebody's being helped by the information that you're talking about. Take a walk. Uh, Kendall lives near a state park where she has often hiked to combat depression. The smells of the woods would give me a jolt to my brain that would help clear my thinking. Numerous studies have shown that getting outside improves mental health. Uh, there's even a phrase that describes that what long periods inside do to one's mindset. Nature Deficit Disorder, coined by author Richard Love in his book, Last Child in the Woods, which this book focused on behavior problems with, in children that may stem from spending too much time indoors. It doesn't take much of a leap of logic to assume that grown-ups might feel better if they pulled open the shades and then the door and took a stroll. And you know what? I don't, I promise you, you guys, this is so right on point. 100% on point. Okay? Yes, and it's giving me an idea. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't know about you guys, 
But I feel like if I take too much time for myself, I feel like I'm missing out on something. I feel like I should be doing something. When you have that mindset of always being busy, doing, 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 doing. When I sit still for a moment, it drives me crazy. I don't know about you guys, but it drives me crazy. I got to be up doing something. I got to be moving around. I got to be making progress. I feel like I'm not doing enough. You know, and I understand that you need to take a break. You need to hold back and just sit silently or just listen to some music. Just don't do anything. But I feel like if I don't do anything, then my world is going to crumble. When in reality, it's not. But in my mind, it will. So what do I do with that? Okay? Seek help. One reason people can find themselves down about money problems is that they don't know how to solve them. Uh, it says, let's see, if you can't afford one, uh, GarrettPlanningNetwork.com, which caters to middle class families individuals. So you get a financial advisor. Get somebody who can talk to you about your financial situation. You may also need a therapist, and of course, if you're worried about money, that's probably the last thing you can afford if your health insurance won't pay for it, but maybe it will. Check to make sure. Some universities also have low-cost programs in which psychology graduates, uh, student council members to the public, or confide in a friend or family member. If you're truly on the down and out, you need to talk out with people. You need to talk it out with people, which I have, like I said, I burn up my friend's ears all the time when I'm going through, and it feels better. And you know what I do? When I get through off the phone, when I talk to my friend, I have this thing where I just call them and just say thank you. Because sometimes I realize, like it was a situation where I was talking to one of my friends, and she was trying to get me to understand something, and it was not flowing through my mind, or I decided not to allow it to be what she was saying. So... What I did was, I said, I disagreed, and then I let her talk, and then I disagreed again, and then I tried to logic, make a logic out of what she was saying and what I was trying to convey to her. So there was a communication, not really basically a communication breakdown. It was me being who I was, a little pig-headed and not listening. So I called her back, and I told her I want to thank you for helping me with that situation. Because I want my friends to understand that they can call me whenever they have a miscommunication or when they have a problem, anytime. So you don't want to cut off your friendship, uh, your people that are trying to help you. You don't want to cut them off just because you're being pig-headed, okay? So keep that in mind. Now, so, um, Another thing is, remember that it's all about attitude. Be thankful and grateful for everything you do have. Research in the, in the field of positive psychology has shown that gratitude assists in helping a variety of emotional and sometimes physical factors such as improving health, building stronger relationships, and dealing with adversity. Uh, when we have a depressing or negative thought, it takes five positive thoughts to cancel it out. I didn't know that. Wow, interesting. Um, I tell my clients, this is a, a therapist, positive thoughts are light, like feathers, and negative thoughts are heavy, like cement, which is why they can be so damaging. Wow. Um, it says, a short changing your attitude can also go, can only go so far. Some people work two jobs and still can't quite make ends meet, and then have other curveballs thrown at them. Perhaps a family member comes down with a disease or a teenager's son 
uh, wrecks the family car, and suddenly the household finances are stuck deeper in the morass. Some people's financial problems are not just in their heads. And yet, no matter how broke you are, your attitude can still make all the difference in how you feel about your situation. It sounds cornball, but it makes sense. It's terribly difficult to improve your finances when you feel miserable. And that is so on point. No matter how much we talk, and we talk on here about business and how we could do this, 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 this. But if we are feeling this, if we're not feeling it, because that's what you have to do, you have to feel it. When you're not feeling it, it's not going to make it any better. It's not going to make your situation better. So you have to change what we said earlier, a mindset. Your mindset has to flip off and on where it needs to. It needs to flip off to understand, flip on to understand um, how things need to work from here on out. If you have a money crisis, what can you do? Is your credit good enough? to get, and I, I'm not saying this would be the answer to everything, but if you need to get a microloan, is your credit good enough to do that? Can you move forward? Can you ask a friend? Can somebody come to your rescue when you need something taken care of? Those are the kind of questions um, you want answers to. Those are the kind of, um, and you need to be prepared for that situation. We talked earlier about when, when in business, and we talked about, and um, also we talked about in personal, have three months of your salary saved up for a rainy day. Three months, okay, of your monthly salary saved up. If you have a business, you need to have six months of your monthly revenue um, saved up so it would cover all your bills. Um, if something was to happen. So these are the things that we have to look at, not only just on our personal, but also with our business. Because we can be depressed because we're not making the money we want to make. We can be depressed that, okay? So keep that in mind. And you don't want to be in that position, even though we know this pandemic has really changed everything. Um, it has... People have lost jobs. Um, people are struggling. Um, we've created a new norm. And because of that, this new norm is hard to adjust to. Okay? Um, you can at least buy yourself one thing you sorely need. Time that you can spend improving your financial um one thing you really need, time that you can spend improving your financial picture. Wow. Okay. So, now, there is another, hold up, let me see something here. Okay. I, I um, also found something called Better Money Habits, and this is from Bank of America. And it talks about how to tackle financial stress. For many American, financial concerns are ever-present, especially given the uncertainties of today's economy. While worrying doesn't solve much, having a plan to try to manage financial challenges can help ease some of that stress. Plus, the monetary benefit 
of dealing with financial problems, getting bills paid, saving more, paying down expensive debt can help improve your overall outlook. Here are some suggestions for how to help reduce your money stress and get motivated to take control of your finances. Number one, write down your three biggest money challenges so you know what you're up against, whether it's making your monthly bill payment, reducing a credit card debt, or saving for retirement. It's important to focus on the main sources of your financial anxiety. Write them down, okay? Keep the list short, can help you feel less overwhelmed. Number two, try to stay positive. Your mindset can help you keep you motivated to fix your financial problems. Rather than get bogged down by thoughts of never getting out of debt, imagine the amount of stress you feel decreasing as your debt load gets smaller and smaller. It's important to believe you can do it. Number three, let's be realistic. Determine what you can reasonably achieve and then dedicate yourself to following through each and every month. Make yourself a promise. Each month I will spend less and put the difference toward my debt so my balance declines by at least 100. Just like a crash diet or intense new workout routine can lead to burnout. You don't want to set overly ambitious financial goals that may abandon that you may abandon in few weeks or months. Number four, make the most of your income. If you're working full-time jobs and you have a side hustle, make the most of your income. The belief that you simply don't have enough money to put towards your goals can keep you from dealing with your financial problems. Try to focus on making the most of the income you have, you do have, by spending wisely. We've been put together, we put together a list of money-saving tips to help you get started. You might also consider using a calculator to see how long it may take you to hit savings goals. So let's see what it says here. Let's see some money-saving tips we can use. Saving thousands of dollars in a year can seem daunting, but it's easier than you may think. There are easy ways to save money. For example, trimming small daily expenses that can help you make significant contributions to your savings account. Below are some money-saving tips to help you start saving for financial goals. Okay. Um, let's talk about... Coffee. Brew coffee at home. Um, it says, buy coffee is $2.70 daily. Brew coffee at home is only $0.17 cents daily choices. Okay? So, I drink coffee from home. I buy my coffee from the store, and I fix my own coffee here. I don't leave the house until after I do this podcast, my meditation, my exercise. So I don't start my day until I get all this done. Once I get my rituals out the way, um, that's when I leave the house. And I don't buy coffee out majority of the time. That is just not one of my things I do. Um, did you know that the world's most expensive coffee, coffee costs $90 per cup? You could save $12 weekly and $657 yearly 
if you stop drinking coffee at $2.70 per day. Buy a newspaper daily is a dollar. Get a digital subscription, 62 cents. It says, <coughs> of the people who read newspapers, 51% um, of them exclusively read in print form. That's $1.90 weekly, and that's $98 yearly. Buying lunch, $11 daily cost. Pack your lunch is $6.30 daily. It says, in 2014, Americans spent more money eating out than eating at home for the first time. That's $23 weekly. That's $1,222 yearly. Wow. We know we love to snack. Buy snack from the vending machines on average $1.29 daily. Uh, pack a snack, 65 cents. Chips are the most popular snack food in North America. Globally, chocolate is the top choice. These are little tips. You could save $3.20 weekly and $166.46 yearly. Now that is on your snacks. Let's talk about gym. Run at the gym is $1.87 daily versus running in the park and trails, which is zero dollars. There are 54 million people in the United States who pay for monthly gym membership. However, 67% of them never use it. You could save a $9.35 weekly and $486.20 yearly. Where can you put your savings? Save for tomorrow, contribute to a nest egg, get prepared to build an emergency fund, we talked about earlier, have some fun, take a vacation. If starting with these small ways to save money has you looking for more creative ways to save, they have a video about saving on your monthly bills. And if you need help figuring out where to put your savings, we put together a look at which savings account may work for you. Um, for all of your different goals, just remember, Whatever you choose to do with the money you've saved, learning how to budget effectively and save money when you need to set, get, can set, excuse me, up good financial habits for the long haul. So, um, number five, small steps are key. And we're going to stop at number five and go forward, come back to it tomorrow. Number five. Small steps are key. You may not be able to cut any one expense by 500, but you may be able to identify five monthly expenditures you can reduce by $100. Forgive yourself if you slip up. Sticking to a budget is not always easy, and there may be days when you resolve falters. If this happens, if that happens, excuse me, remind yourself of how much you have to gain by reaching your goals. Then examine your spending patterns to see why you overspent. You may need to modify your budget or your behavior if you can't go into sporting supply stores without buying something. Stop visiting them. So you have to get into the point where you stop spending money. 
and it does take a little bit more from you to do that okay but it is up to you and you have to make that change um we will be definitely talking um we'll be definitely bringing this back on the table for tomorrow because i want to finish this out i hope this helped somebody because that's what i love doing i love helping people um, I want to say, you guys, thank you for hanging out with me. I hope I didn't read you to death because I want you guys to get a clear understanding because I'm understanding at the same time you're understanding. So that's where, why it helps me out so much to actually talk to you guys and sometimes read to you guys. Okay? So, you guys, go out there. Have a great day. It is hump day. Be productive. If nothing else, be productive. If you're feeling down and out, Go volunteer. Help somebody feel good today. Get a thank you from somebody. Appreciate what you have. Be grateful because I'm telling you, it's hard out there to be grateful when you look at, when you allow your problems and your situations to overtake the positive things in life. Right now, the sun is shining so beautifully through my window. And I've got my day started. So... I'm going to make sure I'm going to make a productive day out of today. Okay? So, you guys have a great evening or great morning. Excuse me. Have a wonderful day. And if you're broke, that's fine. You're not alone. Just understand that. If you're broke right now, you're not alone. Okay? And don't let it get you down. All right? So, we are going to go ahead and let you guys go. Thank you for hanging out with us. And bye-bye. Thank you for listening in to another episode of You Are Love. Don't forget to join us on our Facebook page at You Can't Clip My Wings. And also check out our website at YouCan'tClipMyWings.com. Thank you again for listening in. And always remember, you are love.